0: starting right, so introduce yourselves. How did you two meet? Hi, I'm Marlise Clifton.
1: And I'm Sean Clifton.
0: We've been together since 2014. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 14. We met online. Um, went online trying to look for someone to talk to, ran into an uh, abstract picture and it drew me back (laughs) because it was abstract. It was like of the clouds or something. Then I went back to it and I'm like, okay, who is this? And I went into it and started talking.
2: What drew y'all to each other
1: though? Of course the picture, then you have conversations with each other. Mm -hmm. Then after that, it was like, you want to meet up? Let's meet in person. So we met in person. Um, what was it? Loudon County, the um... Um,
0: TGI Fridays.
1: Yeah, we met there. It, it was like a you know it was like a lunchtime something like that, right? It
0: was like a just a.
1: Cause we had drinks. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we did. Yeah. We had drinks. It wasn't dinner or nothing like that. We just had drinks. So we met there, and it it was cool. We had fun like talking to each other. Yeah. So we um both of us had crazy work schedules. That was the main thing, because she was at the hospital.
0: I was at two jobs. You was like at two or three jobs. Yeah, I was
1: like two jobs. Yeah, so. Yeah, so it was like uh, it was hard. Like you know, we stayed in touch with each other, but like our time schedule was kind of crazy. So then it was like, okay, when can we get together? When we can, it's like, oh, I'm working this day, well, I'm off. Okay, well, I'm working this day, and I'm off. So it was kind of hard. So, but after that, we just um, you know, talked
0: for a good while all before the time. we even met again. Sean was just somebody right. that keeps you laughing, sense of humor. Um, you know, love the jokes, so the humor, you know, was attractive. Um, you know, it just broke up my day, had me laughing. Right, just
1: getting a general know conversation,
0: each other. nothing about family, just general conversation.
1: We're just trying to learn about each other more than anything, see who the person is, whatever. make sure they weren't crazy.
0: Yeah, because with his schedule to meet up again, it was just like ridiculous. So one day I was like, you know, why don't you just come over to my, it was like late, like come over. And came over and started talking because I was like, oh, my feet were tired. I need a, a foot rub. He said, oh, "Okay, I'll come over and give you a foot rub." I was like, "Yeah, right, up right, right, right." Like, you gonna come over and give me a foot rub? So you came all the way from Maryland. No, right? what was it
1: Virginia? Berryville. I was working in Berryville. So what? I, what my schedule is? I would work in the morning, and then I have a job in the afternoon. So I didn't get off till ten. And then her schedule, she was getting off at late. Something yeah, like that it, yourself. Yeah. So and it's funny. It's like we did things kind of in reverse. Like. You know, everybody else do the wine and dine stuff first. We did to get to know each other, spend time with each other first. And then start and down. Cause our schedules. So if our schedules was different, we'd have been like, oh, let's go out to eat and do all this other sort of stuff. But our schedules was so crazy, we was like, Look, I'm tired, you tired, let's just hang out and just chill, watch TV, watch movies and you know, and I think that that did it more for us than anything. When you wine and dine and somebody, like, okay, you go out to a restaurant. We getting something to eat. You get something to eat. I'm looking all around. They looking all around. You, you have a little conversation, or whatever. But we, it was we were more in the intimate setting. Like okay, we it's just us two. We sitting there. We talking. We might make a drink or something and watch a movie or something. So it, it was much better, I think, in that aspect than you know just doing the wine and dine thing. Because the wine and dine thing, you know, you go out and you still kind of wondering like, oh, will, will I even get to the intimate setting part? So it's like when we got to that part, the wine and dine stuff, okay, that's, that's easy. This is what we really want to do.
2: Were there any initial reservations about each other?
1: Um, I think both of us, I know for, I can't really speak for her, but I know for me, for both of us, like the schedule. You now we was wondering would we really have time for each other?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, well, once I got to know, no reservations, really. Um, I didn't can't think of any. Um, it it's just intriguing to get to know somebody and somebody that was, in my eyes, I thought it was like a real man's man. Um, so it was like intriguing getting oh, to know him. is. Well, <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> well, but then it was like right after we met almost, then at my job, um, I had a chance to move to uh, North Carolina. And that's when I asked him if he wanted to move to North Carolina with me. And he was like, yeah.
1: We started spending a lot of time together, like pretty much after we get off work, we'll be together. And so then she brought up uh, the idea. She was like, I'm thinking about moving to North Carolina. And so I was just like, well, you know, I'm from the DC area and I, um, I migrated back. And I was like, it's really nothing really going on. It's holding me here. Yeah, I have my family here, but you know, I've been away from the family before. So it was like a new beginning, something new changed. So I was like, well, yeah, that's cool, let's say. do it together. Yeah. Let, let, let's just, you know, let's do it together. So
0: to start just do something fresh. Nobody knows you, you know nobody else, and so you just be the two of us and we have to depend on the two of us and see how it goes.
2: What do you, what would you say have been the most difficult challenges you've been able to overcome as a couple?
1: Mm, I think sometimes you have to look at when you're dealing with people, um, you know, it's always an adjustment period. Uh, you know, like, like, we both were uh, setting our ways of being alone, doing what we want to do, when we want to do them, and stuff like that. So that's definitely a, a definitely an adjustment period as far as that. Um, you know, and that comes along with personality also. Um, you know, sometimes I could be OC about something, and sometimes she can be OC about something. And it's like you still, it's about the compromise and being like saying, hey, is this really worth being upset about? Or this, like, because you still want to make that person happy and that person want to make you happy. So you have to, you know, the challenges of the compromise.
0: I kind of agree with that. Um, we had a lot of challenges throughout our whole relationship because I traveled a lot. Um, our first couple of years I traveled and I was only home on the weekends. So we had to make every weekend special. And right. so that's why we, that's what we pride about living in North Carolina because every weekend we did something special. It could be us going to hear a concert. Us going out to dinner, going out to drinks, just go out sightseeing, looking at houses. Remember? Uh, oh my
1: god! Just Don't going really looking at new that. home
0: buildings all over North Carolina. That was kind of fun. Uh, so we made everything we did. We kind of made it fun. Yeah, it uh, it,
1: it was kind of it, it was funny though because it's kind of unique. It's like here it is. We are from the DC area, so we, all the stuff Charlotte has, we have. But when we got to Charlotte, we explored everything it's like what like she said on this weekend she's a planner so she would have something for us to do some place for us to go and it's, it it was amazing really when you think about it cuz i'm like you know i didn't you know it's like it's like we was exploring charlotte every weekend so that that was real cool about it.
0: so it made us share mm-hmm. together so cuz we like we would look to forward.
1: Yeah, and we look forward to the weekend, like, okay, what we got going on this weekend coming
0: up. But we would talk every single day on the phone for hours. Oh, yeah. I was in the yep. hotel room by myself, so hours would be on the phone talking. And it wasn't no FaceTime, really, was it? No, nah, it wasn't know. no FaceTime no.
1: like that. You, you did no technology.
0: <laughs> Work was everything to me ever since I started the nursing career, so that was my refuge. Um, but I always needed an outlet, so Sean is somebody you can talk to about anything. And he was able to speak and give advice, good advice. And he knew every person at every job I ever worked at by name and never have met them. But he was able to give me advice. So it was a good, you know, a neutral person that didn't know these people, but able to keep me focused on my career. So that's what he did for me.
1: Well, I mean, you always need that outlet and that person that you trust as your outlet. So, you know, it's the same thing, you know, your daily day, you come home, hey, honey, how was your day? So it, it was the same thing. it just It's just that we were doing it from afar. Like she was in Georgia, she might be in Atlanta, she might be in Winston-Salem or something. So we were doing it from afar. And so I think it's the thing of you compensate the fact that I'm not seeing you, so I have to talk to you more, you know, and I, and I think that's that was the, um, really I think when she traveled, we kind of got closer because she was the distance and we had to like rely on each other a lot stronger so that then when she did come home on the weekend, it's like we so happy like "Ooh, you're home let's go do something we, we're so happy about it. i think a lot of the other challenges that when you when when she stopped traveling we see each other together it's like that um you know when things get um when it falls back to normal you know normality and stuff and you start like okay that person's there every day uh, okay uh, hey, how are you doing? Uh, instead of you go back to, hey, how was your day? You know, you still want to keep up the how was your day, even though she's not a far anymore. So that that was the challenging part because, mm-hmm. you know, we all you get, you know, a little contemplated. You know, hey, you know, she's right there. Well, she ain't saying nothing. I guess her day was good. No, you still need to go ask, how was your day? How are things going?
2: Mm-hmm. Now, getting back to the date nights, as again, you guys are prioritizing time outside of work. How often did you go on date nights?
0: Yeah, date nights in the beginning well. Very nice. Um, that I think that's, like I said, is the key to a relationship is the dating part of the relationship. So once we stop the dating part, um, then the relationship kind of gets dull mm-hmm. and monotonous and boring because you don't have that excitement anymore. Um, so really date night is really the key because that was a key to our relationship. Once that kind of stopped, um, the relationship kind of started going down if you really look back
1: at it yeah you have to you have to try it you know it's a what's that saying keep doing the things you need to get them and but what happens is like i said you get you know you start becoming relaxed and you know looking at well, this person's there you know and, and a lot of times it happens a lot of times you, well this person know i love them so i don't have to keep on saying i love all, no. but it's still important that you tell somebody that you care whatever just to reinforce it or have you and sometimes you do you get into a situation uh, in times where you get caught up in your job and you work, you know, did 12 hours and all this stuff. You coming home and, you know, sometimes you start thinking about yourself, what you're going through instead of thinking about that person. So it, 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 you know, it happens, but you just have to, you know, just keep in your mind like, hey, you know, what I did at work, when I'm home, I'm home. I need to be a a different person when I'm home and leave work at work.
2: What was that turning point? Was it the work schedule?
1: This everyday life. Like, you you know, she has a family, uh, has her kids. She's a, around, when we moved back to Virginia, she's around her family. So she had more to really concentrate on. See, in Carolina, we just concentrate on each other. So then when we get to Virginia, she had a lot more to concentrate on. You know, she had to concentrate on the, her kids, her grandkids. Then she had her own family, her siblings, and her mother and her father. Like, she really had a lot on her plate that I really never thought about because, you know, my parents are deceased. I don't have any parents. My daughter's in Texas, so I don't really have to worry about her that much on a day-to-day basis. And then, you know, father have a brother and up, but they grown. I mean, I'm the youngest. So it was like a thing, I think, for her, she, I don't think she really realized she had so much more because she kind of take care of everybody, right? Make sure, you know, if her father needed, had this. Make sure her grandkids had this. And if her kids didn't need something, she was always there and her siblings or whatever. So it was like, her job, and then she had something else other than the job, you know, so it, it was like I could just see on her, it kind of wore on her in that manner, and for me, it was like I would go to work, and then I was like, you know, let me just let her do a thing and sit back and relax and handle the things she had to handle, but not realizing that what I was doing was kind of like separating us in a way, because I'm kind of saying to myself, I'm gonna let you handle the things you have to handle, where she's probably looking at like, you know, I still need you to you know be there to you know help push me or be there for me um to inspire me to do things whatever every day so i i kind of saw that shift right there personally for me what i saw
0: yeah um yeah because i guess with everyday life you kind of lose focus uh, i'm so wound up with everything so it's like so much on my plate and i still needed an outlet but it's a time you don't think you need it because you're so overwhelmed with everything else that you're focused on. So you lose focus on each other. So it's like a, a by the way, I know you're here, but I got to do this. Or I have to do that. Or I have to do this. So again, you lo- we, lo- we lost the date nights We, and you started working evenings. So we really lost the date nights and we didn't make it a focus anymore. Mm-hmm. So it was just life.
2: Do you feel like if y'all stayed in Charlotte, things would have ended up in a different place?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I, de- I definitely. Think definitely,
1: so. because we we, I don't know. It's like we had an excitement about yeah. exploring that city. You know, it it was um or oh, anything, it, anything
0: yeah. we did, we made it um so, yeah like so yeah. We we often talk about it now, like where would our life be at if we did stay in Charlotte? If we did stay,
1: because it, uh, it's a thing when you when it's like what I said. When she moved back, she had so many other things. When we was in Charlotte, it was just us you know what I mean? So everything we did, it was about us. It wasn't, yeah, she still cared about her family. She would call every once in a while. We'd go down and, and, you know, visit. But when we was in Charlotte, it was all about us. So what we going to do? Not, oh, the grandbabies need this and that. I need to go do this. Oh, my mama need this and that. Well, I got to go see my dad because he's that, you know, and that, not saying it in a selfish manner. I'm just saying in reality that it was really just all about us. She didn't really have all those things on her plate at the time. So it was, you know, it kind of got natural that we kind of like drifted because she had more things to take care of.
0: And that was one of the reasons we moved to North Carolina. I wanted to move to North Carolina so we could focus just on the two of us because I I wanted something where we had to depend on the two of us, no outside influences. Um, So I think that made it successful for us.
2: What drew you back to make the decision
0: Go back to the DMV area. Well, uh, we had just bought a new home, built a new home, uh, and then my middle daughter got pregnant, Monique, and I think she already had the, we'd already had her a couple months old. And then I realized, um, because my other two grandkids were there as well, that I didn't want her not knowing me. And I went there once and she didn't know me. She was crying. She didn't want to go around me. So I was like, I can't have her different from the other two. So come on, let's move back. That was my original thought. So I don't know of any other, because we had a beautiful home and I was traveling. So after three years of traveling, so that got to, that, I got tired of that too. Because uh, my oldest granddaughter said, asked me, Nana, don't you tired of living in a hotel? And I kind of realized I do live in a hotel Monday through Friday.
2: I'm going into any advice that you give couples in general, whether it's challenges with moving, whether it's balancing work schedule, what advice would you guys give?
1: Well, I always say keep the most important thing, you know, like even what they say, to, to, um, do the things that, uh, continue to do the things that got you together well. Yeah, I understand after a while um, it kind of levels out a little bit, but you still have to like do the thing. You still have to let a person know how much you care about them. You still have to do the extra things. Like, like I I was the type of person, like I didn't like giving flowers on um uh, uh, what's that Valentine's Day. Like it's for me getting flowers just because. Like it, it was something for her. Like I got a joy out of when she'll come home sometime and there'd be a flower and a card on it. And she'll get get excited and, and call her daughter and all that stuff like that. But you have to do things like that. Like to show a person that you still care and that it's just not everyday life. You know, because we you can get lost in everyday life. You can get lost in let me just pay these bills. Let me make mm-hmm. sure everything good you know and, and like i say sometimes you get lost in that where well, they know how i feel about them, whatever like sometimes a person needs reinforcement a person needs to know that that they care and that they are a main part of your life you know you don't want a, a person feeling like you know they're unappreciated So when a person feel they're unappreciated you know then what do you have you know
0: well all the excitement that um uh, Sean used to do for any just because was um because it's small things, small things that mean a lot. Even if it was a holiday, um, I might have a card here, but then next thing you know, I go to the bathroom, there's a card on the toilet that I didn't, you know, surprise, I'll go to bed, there's something underneath my pillow, so all those little excitement things that kept our relationship exciting. Um, so once, you know, you, you have to keep all the excitement in, whether it's the small things, the big things, they don't mean too much, but the small things is what counts.
1: And also, really, the main thing is communication. You know, you have to, and I know what I have bad is sometimes I hold a lot of things in. I've always been like that all my life about everything. And sometimes, like, if something bother you or something you don't feel comfortable with, you have to say something. Because if you're holding that in, you hold holding that in, hold, eventually it's going to come out. And if it's going to come out, it's not going to come out in a positive manner. You know, and you have to, you know, say the things that, you know, yeah, it's good to say I love you and all that, but sometimes you have to say, hey, baby, I don't really like that, you know, we need to talk about this or whatever. Like, sometimes you have to sit back and have those uncomfortable conversations and not be afraid of, and that being, like, sometimes I know I would be like, I don't want to really say anything because we're going to get to argue and all this stuff. But sometimes you may need to argue with something so that you both can come to an understanding or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that really comes with, like, maturity or whatever in relationships, Like right? But I think it's very important, like, when people say communication, I think, people are getting confused with like, oh, you know, you know, tell them every day you love them or tell them every day, uh, you know, hey, turn the lights with y'all. Huh? No, sometimes you have to say, hey, look, I really don't like when you did that. I don't feel comfortable with that. And then, you know, have a, a, a positive dialogue because at the end of the day, you're adults. And you know, sometimes we act like kids and one want our way and, you know, and it's not about being right and wrong. It's about i say what i say you say what you say that's kind of if we don't agree upon at least come to a happy medium on it you know
2: obviously the challenges of the relationship you, know, you guys were married at this point. point fours still figuring things out the love is still there what does the future look like
1: well i mean i look at the future as like we're taking it day by day um you know it's like like i was telling her it's like you don't want to really Try to pick up where you left off because where you left off didn't end good, you know? So you have to try to start over. You had to start from somewhere. And, you know, like I tell her, like, we don't know what the future holds. We don't know. We may be uh, you know, together till we 95. or we we always just gonna be the best of friends. So that's always she always know that whatever she needs me, she need anything from me that like gets done. She already knows she called me in the middle of the night, something going on, I'm there. You know, she already know that. Um as far as our relationship, we're just taking day with day. like you said, we still love each other. We're not gonna ever stop loving each other. So and we still have this excitement when we together, we still it's like, you know, like I've never really told her this like I've never been out with anybody that I just still enjoy it like I do with her. we've It's just something natural with us. it's not it's nothing made up. it's nothing I gotta think about or whatever it's just natural. you know, when we together, you know it's like sometimes it's like you go back to where we were before as far as the good parts or whatever, but, I mean, it's just natural. Like, we just go somewhere, we hold hands. Like, you know, we've been away from each other, whatever, moved on, but it's still, it's just something natural about us.
0: Yeah, I would say it's the comfortability. I can truly be who I am. He can truly be who he is, and we accept each other for who we are. We know our faults. We know our we know everything about each other, so it's like, so that's what makes it unique and fun, because we can go and truly enjoy that activity and nothing is surprise because we know each other so well. So it's so it's comfortable and it's, it's a security. Um, it's a, a deeper love and a security that we have for each other.